welcome and greetings. You are tuned in to episode two of the Green Inside Story. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candice. Hello. Today is Good Friday, and we are going to talk about eating for the holidays. Not just, you know, Christmas and everything like that, but we have summer coming around. It's like right around the corner. And, you know, with summer becomes, we have Memorial Day, Labor Day, and uh, what's that other one? Independence Day. So we're just going to talk about how to eat clean and have fun in the sun. Good, clean fun in the sun. I know last year, actually not last year, the year before, when I first um, decided to stop eating meat, um, it was it was very difficult. I kept relapsing because, I mean, I was at a family function. My um, my best friend, his his aunt made her famous meatballs. It was it was a catastrophe, you know. People were like, I thought you didn't eat meat. I'm like, shut up. With you know a bunch of meatballs in my mouth. It was um. So you know, just to, um, I think this episode is going to really be about you know focusing on alternatives and what we can do to better suit ourselves. We don't want to be social recluses in the summer and not be around our family, our friends, and anything like that. You know, we don't want to like alienate ourselves. But we just want to be able to offer better alternatives and even, you know, try to convert some people. So, um, Candace, any uh, insight you want to share? Um, I was thinking as you were speaking, and I think two good things to do are to make sure that people that you're around are aware of your diet or your lifestyle change. And the second thing is to... Bring your own food if you need to. You know, it might seem disrespectful. It depends on your culture. But uh, maybe bring your own food. Be prepared. Eat first. Or just eat moderately. Indeed, indeed. I mean, um, I know Thanksgiving that just, that um, of 2016, um, I mean, luckily my uncle was vegan. But, I mean, so he made dishes. But I had brought a salad. I was asked to bring a salad, and I hooked it up. You know, I... Chopped up um, some some berries, put some nuts, walnuts, you know, the whole nine. And um, I got a lot of compliments on it. You know, it's just um, I think the best way to really promote your lifestyle is by preparing a meal that shows that it can be done. A lot of people are like, oh, you aren't you aren't hungry or I don't want to taste that or, you know, this doesn't taste good, et cetera, et cetera. But if you make it taste good, if you can make a, a, a great tasting, healthy meal. And show that it can be done consistently and with like, I'm not going to say little effort, but just show that it's, it can be done, that it's possible. You know, I think that um, you'll open some eyes. I know I was able to do that. Every time we have a potluck at my job, I would um, do a vegan dish and people, I wouldn't even tell anybody was vegan. I wouldn't say what, what's in it or anything. And people would just eat it. They'd be like, oh my gosh, what is this? I'm like, oh, you know, this is a chickpea marsala or whatever it is. Or a biryani, you know, and they'll be like, "Wow, this is great." I'm like, "What? What kind of meat?" I'm like, "There, there is no meat in that." It's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, send me the recipe. Actually, like one time, I was like super late to work, and my director actually um called me in. It was like, "Yeah, I want to speak to you." I'm like, "Okay." You know, I'm thinking, you know, again, I'm like super late. She was like, "Yeah, what's the recipe for this dish you made?" Didn't even bring up me being late. So. Sometimes you can cook your way out of situations. But, um, yeah, I think it's definitely important to um, to do that. And I think, you know, people might think that bringing food to, like, a cookout or something like that is disrespectful. But, I mean, if everyone's bringing food, I mean, why not? I think it's more disrespectful to not bring anything and then not eat. 
then it's like, what are you here for? A decoration? So that's that's my that's my take. I mean, I don't know. I think also if you struggle with what I consider that I had, which was like a food addiction, you know, every time I went out, I ate to the point where I was ill, you know, and sometimes you fill your plate and everything looks so good and this person made this and this person has coconut rice, this person made ribs, this person made chicken three ways and you stuff your plate, you know, you fill your plate and stuff your stomach, but I think you need to do everything in smaller portions. It's okay to have something that you want, but maybe just have a taste of it. Maybe don't eat it until you're full. Don't eat, eat until you're satisfied. And I feel like I keep saying this over and over again, like in the last podcast, even so you're satisfied, don't eat until you're disgusted with yourself. You want to feel good about what you're nourishing your body with, even if that means that it takes you a while to get to the point where you want to be. And everybody's fitness goals are different. Everybody's body goals are different. But you don't have to go crazy just because it's the holidays. And I think people think, oh, I can binge. It's, it's this holiday or, you know, grandma potato salad for Easter or whatever. Just and I have to take some home. So then you find yourself eating poorly for that day and more days. And like I said, it may be offensive to that person who's cooking, and you know that person worked hard on it. But, you know, maybe just eat a little. Start start there, and everything makes a difference. Every day, every meal makes a difference. Indeed, indeed. And, again, like, I, like you said and like I said, bring your own food. And not only bring your own food, make it great. Look at recipes. Pop Sugar has some of the best vegan recipes I've ever seen. There's other places too of their different blogs. I mean, I mean, you can even uh, check out ours. We have a YouTube channel coming out, uh, Green Side Story, and um, we're gonna have um, some recipes there. Those um, black bean brownies are pretty pristine, if I do say so myself. Yep, I took them to work, and uh, one of the directors was like, I didn't even know who she was, but she was like what is this and what's the recipe? So I was like, oh, here it is. And I, I write the ingredients down on it and I write uh, the website on there so that way, you know, they can just easily look it up and it's a really good substitute. There's a lot of good substitutes for certain things. So, you know, I want my stuff to be whole foods, but if you don't really care about processed substitute meats, you can do that. Or like I said, just eat what you might want to eat in moderation. It's not about restriction because restriction makes it so that it's hard for it to be a lifestyle for you. So you might just want to you might just want to find a substitute or just eat it in small portions. But yeah, the brownies the brownies were a really good a good thing for it. you know, and there's people who have there's people who have gluten intolerances and things like that. I think it's a good substitute for certain things. So you can give like Dwayne said, you can um you know, give people different options or you can bring your own food, whatever you want to do. Exactly, exactly. And I mean again like and when you bring your own food, don't even say it's vegan, you know, just because sometimes that'll put people off. Again, this is, you know, it's about not limiting yourself. Instead of realizing that you have the ankle bracelet on, just enjoy some time in the house, you know. Spend some more time around the house. Start cleaning up. Do something like that. Spend some time with your family. Instead of thinking, oh, I can't leave my house. Because when you put that, when you put yourself in that box, it's like, uh, you start thinking about other things. But when it's just, it is what it is, you're not really, you know, you're not limiting yourself. And I think that's, um, a lot of it is psychological. I would even dare to say most of it is psychological. And a lot of the time, I think we commune over food. You know, you get together and you, you're happy to see somebody. But what do you do? You don't go 
to meet somebody and do something active a lot of the times. A lot of times you go out to dinner, you go to have food, and somebody cooks and somebody does that. Food is love in a lot of ways, and I get that. It's just really important for you to, like you said, divvy up your time in different ways, figure out different things to do instead of focusing on eating or just eat a little bit and find something else to do. Also, a big thing I wanted to mention was alcohol. Alcohol consumption, if you guys are listening to Green Side Story, and one of your goals is to lose weight. Alcohol is, I was telling a friend actually that when you drink alcohol, you crave a lot of fatty foods and fatty foods cannot be processed at the same time as alcohol because your body wants to rid itself of the alcohol. So that's like a combination that works together to keep us, you know, unhealthy. So maybe just drink in moderation. I know a lot of the holidays people really want to have a good time, but you know, everything in moderation. Indeed, indeed. Um, yes, I mean, again, um, there's no nice way to put it, but I mean, alcohol is just poison. I mean, there's no. I remember um, at work, someone was like, you know, what's um, what's a good alcohol that doesn't have any carbs? I'm like, or what's 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 a healthy version of alcohol? I'm like, there is none. <laughs> like, what do you mean? But um, I mean, drink it. <laughs> yeah, drink I mean, it, but drink drink small amounts. Exactly. I mean, if if you want to be if you want to be fancy and you know fake sophisticated, you know, get you some wine or whatever. I guess that's the uh, the least of it. But it's just um, it is what it is. You know, don't try to um, make it. Don't try to make excuses for why you want to do what you want to do. Just do it. You know, um, and like with um, again with you know the lifestyle that we live. You know, it's um, we were able to kind of meet the happy median. You know, um, we eat healthy, but we make sure that it's good as well. You know, and um, it's um, it's not going to be a um, an overnight thing. Like there's a lot of trial and error. You know, we both um, have um, stepped up our culinary game tenfold, some more than others. We just um, it's a process. You know, be patient. It's definitely worth it in the long run. And when I say the long run, it is a long run. I mean, if you want to have a short run, you know, keep doing what you're doing. But you will know, until you know, you got to get your legs amputated. I'm sorry, that's that's a bad joke. But, you know, seriously, like, you need to, um, not need to, but it's, it's suggested to just take baby steps at, you know, preparing a lifestyle change. It's not going to be overnight. It's going to be strenuous at times, but it's definitely worth it. I, I swear by it. You know, there's countless research. There's um, so many things backing, you know, just eating healthier and being healthier, you know, um, especially during these times where, you know, um, when people commune over food and, you know, they'll be seated the whole time. I, mean, I guess the electric slide is a good cardio, <laughs> I guess, you know, but I mean, it's something. But still, you know, it's about eating healthier and, you know, being more active and still enjoying, you know, time with your family. You know, in a lot of ways, you can promote your lifestyle with your family. Like the next time, if you a lot of times like during these these times of the year, like you may have not seen that person since last year. And if you're more fit last year, your skin's clearer, you know, things like that. That's the perfect way to, you know, promote your lifestyle. Like, yeah, you know, I stopped doing X, Y, Z. I started cooking like this, and these are the results. And, you know, you can promote that, stay in touch with the family members and stuff like that. And, you know, who knows? Like, they may be better off. They might do what you did last year and be, you know, have their skin clear up, you know, lose weight, be more healthy. So it's really all about, you know, setting the trail. And it's not just about you. It's about 
people around you, your loved ones, the planet, you know, um, it's a very sustainable lifestyle, you know, not eating, not eating meat and not, you know, eating animal products. So, um, you know, it's, it's a bigger cause and, you know, it's a bigger picture, something bigger than yourself. And I think when you invest in something that's bigger than yourself, you kind of see the, the big picture and it's, it's motivation within itself. I think a lot of the deciding factor for me is, do I want this meal more than I want the results? You know, and I'll have coworkers that say, oh, those cupcakes that came in, so good, you didn't have one. Why didn't you, you missing out with this pizza? Maybe I'll indulge if it's something I think that, I think is going to be amazing. Amazing. Now, store-bought cupcakes and all, the, you know, sometimes we'll get these and it'll be like really nice gestures. You know, I really appreciate it. And it gets to the point where people say, Ken can't eat that. She doesn't eat that. So she, you don't eat it because it's organic. And you, you know, and while it's funny sometimes, it's also, it's funny and it's not funny, but it's also like, all right, you know, now they know what to expect from what I eat. And so the things like the bagels, the pizza, you know, I love bagels, <laughs> love a good slice of pizza. And I, I like cupcakes. I like pastries and stuff, but it's like, all right. I, even the other day, I, I was going through it, and I, my friend was like, you deserve to treat yourself to something vegan-friendly. But it's like, all right, do I really want that? How much do I want it? You know, how is it going to make me feel? Do I want it more than I want my results? And I think something else that we should talk about is what is healthy. Indeed. A lot of the times, they package it up to you really nice and market things as healthy. What kind of additives are in these things? What kind of corners are being cut with the, like, the low-fat this and that, where they're stripping these things of the nutrients they may have or just over-processing things, you know, what's healthy and what's not. So I think what you need to decide before you sit down to eat or before you run out of the house, because I'm finding, and I want to talk about this as well later, but I'm finding that a lot of people say, I don't have time, I need to get this, you know, I don't have time to get a Wendy's 4 for 4. That was me. I loved my Frosties and my french fries and my junior bacon cheeseburgers and nuggets the whole thing and i could eat i could really eat <laughs> so i think a lot of the things we need to think about is preparing our food what is healthy versus what we know to be healthy you know because we're marketed a lot of things i've had people tell me oh the diet sodas are better or this is sugar-free or i've had people offer my child sugar-free lollipops and i'm just like what but people don't people don't understand the dangers of these things. Right, they or, don't do the uh, they don't do the research, and we'll get into that when we come back with the Greenest Side Story. Welcome back to episode two of the Greenest Side Story, broadcasting from Old Westbury with Old Westbury Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candice. Hello. Yes, yes. So um, as you were speaking briefly, we were talking about just making better decisions for, you know, the holidays in the summer and everything like that. These are the second gluttonous, most gluttonous holidays series. You know, the, the most gluttonous is near the end of the year. And um, we were just talking about, you know, eating healthier and exactly what is healthy. You know, a lot of people think that just because it says is healthy or it says low fat or whatever it you know all these different claims on the box people don't read the fine print people will see something that's sugar-free and then it has like three different kinds of aspartame in it it's it's um 
that's one thing I, I will say that um, in my upbringing that I do appreciate. I was told that if you can't pronounce it, it's not good for you. And um, that's pretty much been accurate. So I, I do um, appreciate my uh, my parents for that one. But um, go on, Candice. Um, I know you have a lot to say about the topic of um, what's healthy and what's not. Um, so I just, there's a general thing where it's just like don't eat it if you can't pronounce it or if it has a ton of ingredients. So we wanted to talk about healthy food. So this is what's healthy, basically. You want your leafy greens. You want to eat reasonable portions. So for meat, that means the size of your fist. You want to avoid red meat for the most part. You want to avoid pork for the most part. These are things, at least red meat and uh, charred foods are class 1 carcinogens, which are known to give you cancer and which are known to make you sick. So... These things, since they're major contributors to heart disease and, you know, diseases that are affiliated with obesity, like diabetes, hypertension in some people, you just want to avoid a lot of processed foods. So, you know, the cold cuts and the stuff that you buy off the shelf, things like that. Uh, try to eat a lot of produce, you know. I know a lot of people advocate for organic produce and for myself, I try not to get things that are coated in wax, but I'm not organic crazy, you know. And that's that's an, an economic thing too. It's like, all right, I could buy I buy organic if I can, you know. I like to buy a lot of my my veggies and fruits frozen, depending on what I'm making. If I'm making a soup, I don't care if it's frozen. Um, smoothies, of course, I buy my fruits frozen. I buy my bananas and freeze them. But you just want to incorporate a lot of greens into your diet. And it's it's a surefire way to lose weight if you're looking to do that and to feel better and less bloated. It just helps you digest better, and there's a lot of nutrients in dark greens. Indeed. And, um, you know, I think a lot of times we, we're, like I said on on our first episode, this is a, a plant-based, uh, vegan-inspired show. You know, we, we pretty much advocate for, you know, cruelty-free meals. However, we understand that, you know, not everyone subscribes to that, you know, theology, and that's perfectly fine. But we do suggest that um, if you are going to, you know, partake in, you know, animal products or, you know, meat or whatever it is that tickles your fancy, that is best to um, to reduce the consumption. And also, I would say, um, actually, I tell this to my coworkers, I say, cut your meat consumption in half and double your intake of vegetables. Now, you know, zero times two is still zero, but, you know, you might uh, try to encourage them to um, partake in more vegetables because it's they're, they're healthy. I mean, that's that's really where you get most of your nutrients from. Um, and you just think about it. Um, I tell people all the time, I'm like, what health benefits does chicken or beef have besides, you know, protein, which, you know, is a we can do a whole episode on that. You probably do a whole series on that. On, on uh, the concept of protein and the myths behind it. People are like, well, you need your protein. And, you know, you don't want to have, I mean, in America, there's no such, no one's dying of lack of protein. This is just not a thing. Even in some third world countries, it's not a thing. So, um, yeah, that's that's definitely a myth that needs to be put to bed. And we'll we'll do an episode on that, you know, later on down the line. But, um, yes, um. It's very important to have your your vegetables, your fruits, and again, like don't don't be homeless. Don't be a homeless person eating kale. You know, obviously budget. You know, and be try to be responsible financially, but also understand that you know what you're eating 
and what you're consuming is is very important and you know you are what you eat literally so it's just um something to take into account when deciding to make food choices you're disrespecting homeless but um kale is not that expensive you know what i mean it's not that expensive but the thing is a lot of these meats the way that they're processed with the hormones and just additives and different things like that and i've seen things where uh, there's been butchers who say that in order to make meat look red because you know meat turns brown and back in the day they used to put meat next to um green things because the green makes the red pop Mm -hmm. and they were ordered to stop doing that so after that they started to coat the meat with new blood to make it look more red so knowing that you know if you didn't know these things knowing these little things the way that it's treated with antibiotics the way that they're processed if if you're a spiritual person that believes that the stress of the meat and the the you know, the stress of the animals transferred onto you. And pe- some people think that pork makes you angry, and that's a superstitious thing, too, um, as well as, I guess, a spiritual thing. But if you believe these certain things, or if, if you want to believe them, or if you want to believe or even if you want to change in your life, it's just make gradual changes. So it's really interesting that interesting that Dwayne said cut your meat and it increase your produce. Mm-hmm. You know, a simple thing to do is start off with a salad. I like to make a salad you know, a salad a day, and I think people, if you're somebody that's going to eat meat or something or dairy, you know, a little bit of cheese in there, maybe skip the meat, but do, you know, there are other protein sources, there's falafel, you can make falafel, it's not hard, it's not, it doesn't take a long time, Um, bean patties or something like that or whatever, or even a little bit of animal protein, and I feel like, sounds like I'm advocating for it, but you can do tomatoes, I like craisins in there. I used to love the Fuji apple chicken salad from um, Panera, so I would put the Fuji apple slices in there that I found at a bulk food store. I really suggest you get a bulk food store membership because it saves you money on things like coconut oil. You know, the little things of coconut oil in the store for like 16 ounces is like $10. At a bulk food store, it's probably about 3 pounds of it for $15. So little things like that you can put you know, even if you like coconut flakes, anything you like, put it in there. Anything you like that's going to be healthy. You got nuts, you got seeds, you can put sunflower seeds in there. You can put pieces of um, orange, whatever you like, just throw it in there and then do a light dressing. You know, maybe an oil and vinegar or um, a balsamic, something like that, something light. You don't want to ruin your salad with a ton of dressing. So Indeed. doing that every day, and it just that's a great way to incorporate more greens. Indeed, indeed. Or a smoothie in the morning. Whatever you got to do to get it going, you know? Exactly. It's definitely, um, like we said before, baby steps. Um, and yes, you know, even if you want to, um, I mean, I'm not sure. Every smoothie I made, it didn't really have a long shelf life. But, um, you know, if you want to bring that, you know, to the to the family function, you know. Or, like we said, eat before. You know, if you feel like it's going to be rude or grandma really works hard on Thanksgiving dinner or something like that, eat before and eat a small plate. You know, uh, like Dwayne said, if people see these changes in you, they're not going to ask why. You know, and if they pry, they pry or if they make fun of you, they taunt you, they judge you, they are looking out for you to fail, you don't want these people in your circle anyway. These people are probably insecure about themselves and are reflecting that upon you. And you don't really want them in your circle. I don't understand why anybody would want to make fun of you or judge you for trying to be a healthier, better you, somebody who feels better about themselves, somebody who's better 
spiritually, mentally, emotionally, that's the track that you, I assume, will want to be on if you're going on this journey, and nobody should fault you for it. Right. Um, I do want to also comment on, you know, the whole uh, pork makes you angry thing. Um, I know you said it's it's kind of a superstition, but um, if you ever try taking bacon away from a bacon eater and telling them to not eat bacon, I think it's pretty accurate. But yes, um, it's all about preparation. Um, preparation and aligning yourself with people that are more positive-minded. I mean, um, over the... Not the summer. It was um, during the wintertime. Um, my father would constantly make jokes about, you know, oh, you know, you're just wasting away, et cetera, et cetera. And my father was uh, quite the quite the carnivore. He would he would make ribs in the winter, like outside grilling, like uh, just kind of his thing, like in the middle of a blizzard. But um, him and his church, um, they did like a Daniel fast, and he you know had asked for like you know recipes and stuff like that, and he would. Um, show us like videos like the meals that he made and he was like yo i can really do this he ended up losing 20 pounds in that during that fast you know just off dieting you know working out and things like that and he said he felt he felt a lot better and i'm just like yes this this is what it's about you know it's about treating yourself better if you that's like the one of the biggest signs of self-love is you know taking care of yourself you know and it's good to take care of yourself so that your family doesn't have to so not saying, you know, trying to give your, your parents an ultimatum. is like, look, well, if you don't stop eating meat, we're going to put you in a home. Don't don't say that. But it's just a matter of, you know, just you can be a catalyst. It's very possible to be a catalyst for change, you know, standing on your convictions and, you know, not um, judging people. Because a lot of times when people, you know, attack you, it's because they feel guilty or they feel like they're being judged or they feel that you think that you're better than them or that you're being condescending. So it's, it's about doing it in a way where you have results and then also you're extending the olive branch and showing them, like, oh, I made this. You know, try it. See if you like it. And again, this this is where practicing helps i mean i wouldn't i mean i've done it before but you know um not everyone can throw a meal together you know for the first time ever and it'd be a hit or it'd be good so or you know delicious so i would say you know practice get that one dish that you can perfect and yeah at the family gathering you know show it off and you know that's one of the best ways to promote your lifestyle aside from you know the results that you've gotten from changing your diet and you don't always have to be so out with it you know i've i've lost 30 pounds over the past uh three months you know i used to be close to 170 pounds i used to complain about my weight all the time I used to call myself fat and i still have a thing where i'm just like oh so shabby so fluffy but you know you you just want to treat yourself right and when i started doing that people were like oh you you know your body looks different or this changed that changed you know, what have you done differently? And, you know, some people, if you say, oh, I'm a vegan, they're like, ugh. But uh, you can just say, all right, well, I started eating a little bit cleaner. I started to say no to a little bit more because I never said no before. If I wanted it, I had to have it, and it wasn't. I remember one time we had breakfast at work, and I had two bagels. You know, it, there's no, there was no in-between for me. There was no moderation. So you can start to be moderate. You know, or you can start to be moderate and then make make small changes little by little, and then you'll be fascinated by 
how well you do and how how your body changes and how your desires change um, and how your focus switches from, you know, how your relationship with food changes, how you feel about being full, how you feel about the things that you eat, the things that you crave, you know, and these things will change and the people around you will change naturally. And then, you know, if you know something, or if you want to know something, Google it. If you know something, share it with another person. Indeed, indeed. Each one teach one. Um, stay tuned. We'll be back with more with the Greenside Story at Old Westbury Web Radio. Welcome back to the Greenside Story with Old Westbury Web Radio. Again, I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candice. Hello. That always gets me, that intro. Yes, yes, that lovely, lovely intro. So, um, yes, we were talking about basically, you know, surrounding yourself with like-minded people to help um, basically encourage your lifestyle change. I mean, again, like typically with with family, this actually might be some of the um, people that we kind of um, commune with the least, like maybe like a few times a year, you know, extended family, things like that. So on our day to day is probably ideal to surround yourself with people that want to, you know, eat better or, you know, go to the gym or like like to be active, like to be fit, like to just practice better life habits, lifestyle habits. So when you do, when you are in, I guess, we'll say enemy territory, we'll say that with quotes, you know, you know how to conduct yourself and you can stand your ground and you can serve as that catalyst, you know, to be a change for not only, you know, your community, but your family, you know, your loved ones. I mean, I hope you're, you know, gathering with people that you love or at least tolerate, <laughs> you know. So um, we were just basically talking about that. So um, I believe Candace was um, going on her one of her lovely rants about that. So um, if you don't mind continuing. Um, I think more so than um, the occasional family gatherings, because I don't have a lot of family gatherings, but uh, more so than the occasional family gathering, I'd say when you're at work, you know, I have been lucky enough my past two jobs, my current one and my past one, to work with people who eat fairly healthy. Now, when I was doing something at night, a lot of the people would eat from a food truck or have heat up meals, you know, and I don't think that's the best thing, but we're, we were, we wanted to talk more about preparing meals. So you do have time to prepare meals. I think a lot of people think they don't. Um, you know, I've had for the past few months, days that were from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. I wanted nothing to do with cooking, but you can take a few hours out of your weekend to cook and prep your food, uh, no matter what kind of food it is. And it's healthier because you made it. It's healthier because it's not processed. You know, it's healthier because, not healthier, but it'll be better for you because you took the time to have that relationship with your food where you make your food and you take your time. Hopefully you have enough time at work to sit down and eat your food and chew slowly and really, you know, spend time having a better relationship with your food and I know it sounds weird but it's true you know you want to eat your food you want to make your food you want to you know food is love you want to make love to your food you want to you want to do things nice and slow anyway (laughs) so there's that so the people around you hopefully they eat clean you know I I work with mostly women but I work with a few guys you know who work out and some of them eat clean so 
they're always cooking for themselves and eating clean, you know. Um, my direct co-worker, she always eats in moderation and she eats things that are fairly healthy. So to have co-workers and people around you who come in and they bring food, you know, that's good input. Um, and if people don't, they're going to be in your food and they're going to wonder what you're eating. So make it worth talking about. <laughs> that's how you advocate for it. Exactly. Um, Exactly. But they're small, simple meals. So I know Dwayne loves his stir fry. I love my soup. Um, you can have things over a moderate amount of rice. If you're going to start with the rice thing, I like my rice wild. I like quinoa. You can start with your rice just brown. You know, I say don't eat white things. Don't eat the processed uh, breads and stuff. There's people who like sandwiches and stuff. Just Forget about it. <laughs> Basically, Forget about it. Sandwiches, a lot of that stuff. Well, the bread has these these things that make it stick together and preserve it forever. And then you got cold cuts and you got processed cheese. This is a bad idea. You know, maybe make yourself a little bit of rice, some vegetables, and a and a bean patty. You know, that's that's a go-to vegan meal. Um, maybe get some Ezekiel toast or some sprouted grain toast. They actually have it at Target for two dollars. Ezekiel bread. It's $6 where I usually get it. They have a little bit of a shorter loaf, but that's at Target. You can do that in the morning with some avocado or whatever or peanut butter, uh, you know, whatever you like. If you're eating enough low-calorie, nutrient-dense things, you can eat as much as you want. Just like people who go on Weight Watchers, oh, you know, fruit and vegetables have no points. Yeah, because they're nutrient-dense, and especially a lot of the green veggies are low-calorie. So you can make kale chips. I love popcorn. I'm going to use the air popper soon so you can make popcorn and pack that with you if you're somebody who snacks. I don't really snack a lot, but when I do, love to have popcorn. Um, you have your greens, you know. Some people, if there's a green that you like, if you really like collard greens and that's something you like your, you know, that's the type of food that you like, you can make variations of that. Maybe you don't use pork or there's alternative seasonings. Or We mentioned um, bacon. There's a mushroom bacon that's really good. Basically, you're getting those savory flavors in a mushroom, and you're getting that crispiness. So think about what you like about these foods. You know, you probably don't necessarily like the fat dripping off. That fat produces a reaction in you that makes you crave it. So there's mushroom bacon. There's substitutes. There's different things that can give you those same flavors. I think... So, um, uh, work hard to find that substitute. Make time. You can make two hours a week to cook for yourself, mm -hmm. to nourish your body, especially when you have a family. You know, you want your family to do well. You don't want to spend your time being sick. You don't want to spend your time bloated. You don't want to spend your time constipated. You know, you don't want to feel slow. You don't want to feel groggy. So it's worth the investment. Indeed, indeed. Yes, um, you, you touched on a lot of points there. Yes, usually when I... um. When I'm at work and I'm on my lunch break and I'm eating a salad, um, I never really got a, um, I never really, you know, told it, you know, that I don't eat meat or whatever. I, I never really um, brag about being plant based, but people took notice of what I was eating and they were like, "Are you a vegan or something?" I was like, "Something like that," you know, as um, you know, as Candace said, you know, I'm eating my food um, nice and slow, and then, you know, they asked like, "What are you doing?" I'm just like, "I'm a V A G A N A L L T I M E." Sorry, that was really corny. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just um, you're promoting that lifestyle by, like, actually living it. That's the best way to do it. And, um, yes, um, a, lot, a lot of things, um, nutrient-dense foods are great, you know, to, um, to pile on. Because, again, like, it's not 
I mean, it's nutrients. It's not like um, you're just having a bunch of empty carbs. You know, empty carbs are not your friend. Carbs are your friend, but empty carbs are not your friend. Um, I know um, a lot of times, um, like, I'll make something, and they're just like, well, what about the carbs? What about this? What about that? And, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, look at me and look at you or anything like that, but it's a situation where you have to do your research. And if you, this is actually like a teachable moment in situations like that where you get questioned on your food or what about this or what about that. So it's good to be well-studied on your lifestyle. I mean, again, if you're living your lifestyle, it's good to know what you're doing, like literally what you're doing like and why you're doing it. And again, like there's so many teachable moments. And in these moments, it's good to, you know, be transparent, to be um, friendly, to definitely not be condescending. You know, um, you don't want to put people off. Um, I mean, you may want to be left alone, but still, like, it's good to not put people off. It's good to, you know, think beyond this encounter because you're representing something that's bigger than yourself. It's just like if you were practicing a, a religion or something like that and people wanted to know what it, what it was about. They're going to judge you by, you know, what you stand on. You know, you're going to be the representative of that faith. So in the church of plant-based, um, yeah, <laughs> you know. I <laughs> I was going to make a church joke, and it's terrible, but how does they say if, if anyone is ready, if anyone should come, or something like that, when they're doing the altar call? Yes. But it's kind of like, if somebody approaches you with this, they, they're curious, you know, and they have a, a desire, so... Um, if you have a desire, if you know somebody, you got to know somebody that eats clean. Ask them what they do. Ask them how they find the time. Ask them their favorite recipes. Look at your look at your things. Maybe do yourself a little favor and write down the things that you really love, you know? Um, if they're processed, maybe write down the home-cooked meal you really love, whether it's a lasagna or... Um, a mac and cheese or something like that. Think about the meals you really love and then try to find some substitutes. Like the Wayne said about carbs, there's always substitutes like sweet potatoes, you know. Um, and, you know, some people even debate that the red potatoes and regular potatoes are not terrible. Um, figure something out, but just always, always put your veggies first. <laughs> yes, the green leafy vegetables because potatoes are vegetables and you know i remember before there was it was an ad i think it was a, a meme on on instagram and it said um my doctor said i need to eat more vegetables and he's like well potato is a vegetable and he was like drinking a thing of liquor so you know leafy green leafy vegetables eat your greens you want something that has a resistant starch that's going to break down slower so your blood sugar is not spiking and going all over the place for an extended period of time giving you diabetes we don't want that we don't want to be sick Yes, yes. We don't want to be sick. We don't need to be sick. We don't need to feel bad. Yes. So at the end of the day, you can eat stuff that's delicious. You can have substitutes. It doesn't have to be expensive. That's that's the whole point of our podcast. Is like It doesn't have to be expensive. We want you to be healthy. You know, we want you, your hormones to be in balance and everything like that. Yes, we want you to, you know, be able to cut your own toenails. We want you to be able to, you know, chase after your children. <laughs> we want you to... <laughs> <laughs> you know, we we want these. We want we want better things for you. Um, you know, we are um, the amputations and the toenails. And the... Yes, it's it's amazing. And the thing is, um, you know, I work in um, I work with in the medical field, 
you know, with um, with patients and things like that. And I see this all the time. I see people younger than me, you know, in their early 20s that have hypertension and are pre-diabetic that, you know, um, that need stool softeners and all these crazy things that, you know, usually don't hit people until they're in their late 40s, early 50s. And that's still way too early. You know, um, there's people that are, you know, under 50, well, not even under 50, like under 30 with like um, ED, you know, and that's crazy. You know, but it's really about the diet. With what's the way? ED, erectile dysfunction. Eating disorders or erection dis- erectile dysfunction. Yes. Okay. Which is also the first sign of um, heart disease because there's no circulation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've, I've listened to the cause of that. But. Yeah, that was, that was I, in food guys, choices, I just actually. know a little, a lot about a little thing. <laughs> right. You are definitely a, um, an oasis of knowledge. So um, we appreciate that. We appreciate you, you know, giving out cups here and there of your pool of information. Thanks. And I know you guys will fact check me and I need to be fact checked sometimes. And please learn more for yourself. But, uh, yeah, I try to I try to know a little bit and especially things that I'm interested in now. Right now, my focus is um, learning about most of the diseases that we suffer with in this country, the cancers, the hypertension, the diabetes, the, uh, you know, things like fatty liver disease, and not that that's common, but the heart disease, things like these are, are preventable for the most part. And we all know there's genetics, but a lot of these things are preventable with lifestyle. So um, I'd love to help you guys in your journey. And as I start my fitness journey, because I lost that weight, but I did not exercise. And I know that, you know, to keep your heart healthy and to keep your body and your emotions healthy, you need to exercise. So I'm going to be starting to do that. So also the thing about, um, I don't know how close we are to the break, but something I like to talk about as well is, is online accountability, accountability too. While uh, doing a lot of things online may not be beneficial, there's also a lot of benefits to doing things online. I know that, you know, especially since I say I'm vegan and I – I did go to this Indian place and I had paneer, which is cheese, and I, I don't, I don't care, you know. <laughs> um, <gasps> uh, I know, right? But um, there's people who will hold you accountable, so I'm, I'm cautious of, of what I eat and what I post and things like that because I know there's people who are like, oh, we're vegan for the animals, let's do it together, which is, which is great, it's fine. But um, I think a great thing about being online is that you can have a community that there as well you know i have people that like my posts that are like you know always giving me big ups and they're like oh you know this is great the food looks so good what's in it so yummy you know or like i'm doing this and i feel better too since i stopped eating this and third and i've lost this amount of weight and there's people who are always going to support you there's people on the same journey so you get a worldwide network of people who want to do the same thing for it please hold that thought we'll be right back You are tuned in to the Greener Side Story at Old Westbury Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candice. Hello. Yes, so um, again, we were talking about promoting your lifestyle, specifically with um, during like family functions or co-workers or anything like that, you know, um, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Um, the best way to promote your lifestyle is to live it, 
to be a living testimony and um people are watching you know when you make a um when you show who you are or you make an exclamation of who you are you make a, an, an outward affirmation people pay attention and they hold you to that they hold you to that standard that you set for yourself so again if you're saying that you're um that you're a vegan or you're plant-based or you're, you're, you're healthy or anything to that effect, the, the microscope's going to be on you. And they're going to see not just, you know, some people are going to look to, you know, to judge you and, you know, hope to see you fail. But then other people are looking at you to see if it works, see if that, if your lifestyle, if what you're, the way that you're living could work for them, if it's, you know, doable, if it's attainable. And, you know, um, certain people may not be forthright with, you know, their admiration of you but it definitely shows the fact that they're even giving you their attention shows that you've sparked their interest and you can leverage that interest into promoting a healthier lifestyle for those around you your community your workplace or anything it's true. so um yes so i'm just thinking like i said um whenever i'm pretty much anywhere i go uh family members um if i'm out at restaurants like wherever it is and I order something that's you know cruelty free I always get the whole speech what do you do about protein what do you do about this are you tired etc etc another thing that I that I've gotten um surprisingly is that I that was unexpected to me was um well surprisingly duh um <laughs> it's like yeah you know I always wanted to do that but I didn't know how to start you know, I always wanted to not eat meat. I always wanted to eat healthier or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, it's a journey. It's a process. And I also say, like, if you're serious, let me know. And I can, you know, I can help you. You know, I always try to um, put myself out there to help people. You know, again, like, it's not just about you. It's not just about the health aspect. It's not just about um, being ethical to animals. It's, it's more than that. It's about the big picture. And the big picture is to make this earth as sustainable as possible because currently it is very not sustainable with the way that things are going. So it's kind of just shifting the paradigm into a um, an environment that, you know, can self-sustain itself and continue to cycle and, you know, keep going. So, um, yes, Candice, um, anything that you want to add? Um... Much besides, I don't do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. You really gotta want to do it. Um, it is not terrible. I, w- I would really love to hear your input. I would really love to hear your questions, your comments, your concerns. I think that people kind of go the wrong way about it. I think that it's important to surround your. They go the wrong way about it by thinking that they have to be extreme. Uh, that's why dieting doesn't work. Dieting fails. Yo-yoing weight is terrible for you in the long run physically. It's just bad for your body, your heart, for everything. So I think that people are just, uh, we're just confused about how to do it. And be moderate, go slowly, surround yourself with positivity. It's the same way that it is with, with lust or your goals or anything, anything that's a really strong influence, you have to surround yourself with something that's exactly what you want, you know. Um, so if you want to be healthy, surround your, make your Instagram mostly healthy food. Um, be around people who, 
you know, maybe work out or people who are into a more positive, healthy lifestyle. And then, and then, you know, once you develop that for yourself, which you have to do it for yourself and you have to want it for yourself and you have to decide that you're worth it, then, uh, it can, it can move on to other people in your life. But, you know, surround yourself with healthy things and try to take care of your health, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, try to, try to really, um, assess your relationship with food. So, uh, those things will come together after you do that. Indeed, indeed. Um, yes, it's, I mean, you definitely want to do it for yourself. Um, I mean, like I, like I've mentioned before, you know, about the big picture, that's, that's great, but you know, you do want to do it for yourself. If it's, it has to be a genuine thing. And, um, when it's genuine, it shows, um, like if let's say like you're you're selling something like say like you're selling your lifestyle um one of the first things that you need to do to be an excellent salesperson is to be sold on a product that you're selling so this product is your lifestyle you need to be invested in that lifestyle you need to be living that lifestyle you know you wouldn't um you wouldn't patronize a butcher that only that's a vegetarian i mean it's like why won't you eat your own why don't you why won't you utilize your own product you know, it's um again it's like being able to market and promote your your brand. Again, like it's just it's a very healthy lifestyle and promoting it is not just you know, it's it's good for you, it's it's positive reinforcement because with around that you can build a community and there's definitely strength in numbers. But um yes, you have to be invested, you have to be sold on it. Funny enough, um, uh, my friend got a cake from a man who's a baker and owns a vegan bakery, but he's not vegan. So he says, you know, my dad eats this, I eat this stuff. You know, we got to make it good enough so non-vegans eat it. But um, I'm thinking it's about making things sexy. I'm looking at um, an Instagram right now, and they have a butternut squash, and it looks like they threw maybe some red cabbage in there and you know i don't know but it's got like butternut squash with rice inside and asparagus next to it and seasoned all nicely it looks so good but you know a lot of that stuff they say we eat with our eyes first a lot of that stuff is visual appeal um and speak about visuals if you want to follow my instagram instagram.com slash candace noir k-a-n-d-a-c-e-n-o-i-r-e K-A-N-D-A-C-A. I don't know how to spell my own answer. Candace with a K. N-O-I-R-E. K-A-N-D-A-C-A. N-O-I-R-E. Okay, there we go. So, you sure? Um, I'm positive. <laughs> and a lot of this stuff, if you watch what I follow, it'll just come up. You know, it'll come up in suggestions with related blogs. But, you know, vegan food can look tasty, too. There's a sandwich here. You got falafel sandwich. Just, just tasty stuff. Um... So, yeah, surround yourself with the tasty good stuff. Uh, do right by yourself, you know. And analyze. So maybe sit home and analyze, all right, what foods do I really like? What's my relationship with food? How do I feel when I, um, you know, don't get to eat? Do I skip meals? Should I be skipping meals? You know, because um, a lot of people say, oh, I don't eat breakfast or, you know, and then they just, or they don't eat all day and then they have a really huge meal of something that's not the best for them. Um, think about how your relationship with food is and and how it relates to your stress levels and things like that. And I don't want to go off on a tangent, but it's it's all the same thing. Um, Do better for yourself and you can help other people do better. 
Indeed. Yes, um, definitely. And um, also something that you um, want to factor in as far as, you know, skipping meals and that whole concept is, am I giving myself enough time to digest the meals that I'm eating? Is what I'm eating actually di- digestible? Um, if I mean, if you think about it, these foods with uh, preservatives with a very long shelf life, how do you think your body is processing that? I mean, the stuff that goes bad quickly will go through you and get processed quickly as opposed to, I remember I got, um, and this is not to say that all vegan things are healthy because I, I remember I got this, it was like some gluten-free tapioca loaf and I don't think they had an expiration date on it. And it was like this strange kind of plastic something to preserve freshness. And it just, it just looked weird. It was a strange texture. It just wasn't, I, I, my soul said no. So I just couldn't do it. But, um, you know, definitely be wary of what you're consuming and, you know, I don't know. Certain things just kind of you just kind of think about it. Like common sense does definitely play a factor in this, as far as um the choice that you make, as far as what you consume. Yep, and guys. I think we want to give you a good recipe, so I think we want to leave you with the recipe. Is that a good idea, Dwayne? Sure, go for it. So after I, I plug my gram, and I've been shameless. You know what? A lot of this just be shameless in your life too. That's another thing. If you're going to do something, do it boldly. Even if you fail, even if you do it wrong, and even if you're horrible, look crazy doing it, just do it and do it boldly. So um, while I plug my gram, I also plugged it on a few vegan Facebook groups. And, um, oh, they're crying again. But uh, I plugged it on some vegan Facebook groups, and I'd like to see where you guys come from. So if you follow me off of this thing, please tell me. Tell me about yourself. Tell me what your goals are. You know, DM me or or um, leave a comment and tell me why you're here and tell me where you came from. I'd love to get to know you guys and answer some of your questions or whatever and help you out. Um, so banana nice cream is a great recipe. So it's a really good ice cream substitute, and there's like a rich version, and there's like a not-so-rich and indulgent version. So the rich version I do like is um, it's actually on the Whole Foods website as well. So you have uh, your plant milk. Then you have one or two bananas. I like a ton of bananas. And then you have uh, almond butter and whatever add-ins you want to put in there. So sometimes I like to do coconut cream. Sometimes if I want to get really indulgent, I can add the coconut cream. And those things also, sometimes coconut cream is like $3 in stores. When you do bulk, I think it's like 9 or $10 for about 8 So uh, when you buy things in bulk, if you're really going to keep eating it, buy it in bulk, I say. So... Um, the banana and ice cream, the last one I did had maple syrup. It had uh, cacao in it because cacao is like 10 calories per two tablespoons, so it's pretty low calorie. And um, if you get it, you know, like raw, it has more nutrients in it. And I did pecans. So I'm not really a, a, a chocolate fan, but I did the chocolate one anyway just to switch it up. So... Uh, I like to do a mint chocolate chip, and you can use essential oils. I use peppermint essential oil for my hair, and I also can use it in my food. So I put a few drops of the oil in there for a mint chocolate chip effect and do some chocolate chips. You know, it'll vary. So that's a really good ice cream substitute without all the, the cholesterol and things like that and without the guilt. Indeed. And that is a segment from Candace's Corner. 
Yes, I just made that up as I'm going along, but I think it might stick. Candace's Corner, what do you think? Corners are great. Oh, guys, yeah, frozen bananas, by the way. You know, nice cream, ice cream, frozen. And throw it in the blender. If you follow my gram, it'll all be on there. Indeed. So that's the end of our recipe corner. <laughs> yes, and um, we're actually going to be coming to Instagram very soon. Uh, Greenest Side Story will most likely be the tag. Hopefully no one took it. Um, if not, we'll, we'll definitely update it. And if you have a plant-based business that you're um, trying to promote locally in the um, Suffolk or Nassau area, please send an email to greenersideconsultations at gmail.com. That's greenersideconsultations at gmail.com. All right. So um, that was our episode. Um, enjoy the holidays. Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your meals and make them enjoyable. With the Greenest Side Story at Old Westbury, we are over and out. Peace out.